So I just want to say something real quick before we do this. I, I'm, I'm always concerned um, that some people look at water baptism like optional equipment. You know, like you get saved and then you get water baptized and just it's just a process, you know. And I just want to make sure tonight, just want, to, just want to tell you for just a moment that water baptism is a very important step in the, in the life of a believer. Second Peter says that water baptism is an answer of a good conscience before God. It's, it's, it's that thing that, that lets you move forward in Christ. Paul says in Romans 6, he says, how shall we be raised with him if we hadn't first been planted with him through water baptism? So water baptism isn't essential to salvation. The blood of Jesus Christ washes away my sins. Amen? Thank you for those six amens. <laughs> the blood of Jesus Christ washes away my sin. When Jesus died on the cross and he shed his blood, that was for my justification, just if, if I never sinned. So his blood was for my justification. In 1 John it says Jesus' death was the propitiation, which means the perfect sacrifice to satisfy a judicial requirement. So his blood washes away my sin, no doubt about it. I am, I am saved by the blood of Jesus Christ, no doubt about that. But water baptism, the, the Bible says in 2 Peter that water baptism is like the ark that Noah was in. Just as the ark protected Noah from the rising water and all the perils and troubles and things that were going on around the world around him, that ark protected him. It kept him. It secured him. It sanctified him. It set him apart. It made him different from everybody else on the earth. That ark was the thing that separated and saved Noah and moved him forward. And what I'm telling you tonight is water baptism, this is... This is more than just a symbol of what we're doing. I know it's a symbol of the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. I know that, death, burial, and resurrection. I understand that. I got that. But it's more than that because it's a step that follows Christ that says that I will follow him in water baptism as he commanded, and by being obedient to that command, you've now released things in the spirit world. All Adam had to do to stay in that garden was to be obedient. That's all he had to do. Just don't partake of the one tree. That's all God asked him to do. Be obedient. And obedience, the Bible says, is better than sacrifice. Amen? So to be obedient and follow Christ in water baptism is, is, is more than just a symbol. It's more than just the next step. It's, it's a thing that causes us sometimes to be an overcomer. It's the thing that causes us sometimes to be more than a conqueror. It's the thing that causes us sometimes to be able to do more than just serve the Lord, so to speak, and fall into sin every now and then and continually be coming back and forth. Water baptism, the act of obedience of following the Lord in water baptism, separates us from sin. It separates us. Because when you got saved, God saved your sinful nature, right? He removed that sinful nature. If you come down here an alcoholic, you, there's a possibility if you'll get saved that you can walk away from here free. Because God changes that nature. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You come down here a drug addict, get saved, follow the Lord. That sinful nature's broken, and you can walk out of here free. 
You walk in here a womanizer or a, or a pornographer or whatever you may come in here with. You come down to this altar, let the Lord set you free, and you walk out of here free because God breaks the sinful nature when you accept Jesus Christ and you pray through to repentance. You leave out of here a different person. God breaks that, and you walk out of here free from the thing you walked in here with. Maybe it's depression. Maybe it's anxiety. Maybe it's revenge. Maybe it's whatever a hundred things could be. But when you accept Christ and you pray through, then God changes that nature. I've seen it happen a hundred times. Somebody come down here with the weight of sin on their shoulders. They look, they're let, looking down at the ground. Their face is contorted. You can tell the Holy Spirit's got them in such a bind. They come down here. They pray. They, they repent. God touches their heart. And next thing you know, their whole face changes. Their eyes light up. Smile comes on their face. What happened? That sinful nature was broken. And God put in a new nature. That's the nature of God. And he changed that. He raised that person from death unto life. Hallelujah. Am I preaching yet? He raised that person from death unto life. This is a resurrection from death unto life, but it's not life for salvation. It's life for separation. You see the difference? You can be saved and you can have a, your sinful nature changed and, and all that can be different. But when you step into this thing, you know, the, 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 you can talk yourself out of salvation. You can talk yourself out of being filled with the Holy Spirit. You can convince yourself that you were saying those words. And you, you can talk yourself out of salvation. You can say, well, I'm not, I'm not sure I really did it right. You know, you can talk yourself out of it. But you can't talk yourself out of this. You can't say, well, it wasn't water in that pool, so I guess I wasn't baptized. You can't say that. When she comes up out of this water, she's going to be wet. Was that too deep? <laughs> she's going to be wet. And when she's wet, there's no way you can convince her that she didn't go into that pool because God brought her there. And as she makes that move, now whenever the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord sets up a standard against him. Why? Because she has gone into the, the pool of, of, uh, of obedience and now she is separated doesn't mean she can't sin, but it means she'll have to get completely out of her normal nature to do it. Right? If you walk in the Spirit, you won't fulfill the lusts of the flesh. So if you're going to fulfill the lusts of the flesh, what does that mean? i got to get plumb out of the Spirit and get back in the flesh. I've got I've to re, re, uh, renounce everything that God has done in me, and I've got to step back into the flesh because if I stay in the Spirit and walk in the Spirit, I won't fulfill the lusts of the flesh. And that baptism helps me to make that choice because I can say I followed the Lord in obedience. I walked into that pool. I was baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, following in, in the footsteps of Christ, and I am free. I'm free from sin. I'm free from guilt. I'm free from condemnation. I'm free from all the things of the past. I'm walking in the newness of life and whom the God, whom the Son makes free is free indeed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, we'll take just a minute and I'm going to go behind the curtain. If you would. And then we're going we're gonna to have a baptism night. Thank you for those of you that came tonight. We appreciate you coming very much. It's good to have Rebecca's family with us. Thank you for being our guest tonight. Uh, immediately following the baptism, uh, when I dismiss you, we'll go back to the back. We're going to have our birthday and anniversary celebration and cake and food and everything that makes us truly Pentecostals is in the back.
<laughs> so we'll enjoy some fellowship because we're big on eating meetings. And so we'll do that next. But give me just a minute to uh, get transitioned and we'll have a baptismal service. All right. So I gave her the most important instruction. Can y'all hear me? Okay. So I gave her the most important instruction. I said, when you get in the water, do not touch this mic. Because <laughs> it won't kill you, but it'll, it might give you a tingle. So anyway. Um, all right. We're ready. Here we go. It is low. <laughs> okay. All right, just turn off. There you go, just like that. So this is Rebecca Norwood. Give her a hand, would you? So this is a really big step for Rebecca. Uh, she came to me recently and told me she felt like that she wanted to be water baptized. And uh, I said, well, you know, we'll, we'll make it available. It came available tonight. We were supposed to have a ranger badging tonight, and that didn't work out, and so this just seemed to be like a great step. Rebecca started coming in January, and she's been with us now. Wow, how long? Is, is, is it just this, just this January? Wow. All right. It seems like you've been here forever. It seems like I've always seen you back there. But anyway, she wanted to follow the Lord in water baptism, and so we're going to do that tonight. This, this young lady is a blessing to me. You know, she is very... Um, Right now she's trembling a little bit, but I don't, it's not because she's cold. This water's so hot, I'm sweating back here. So it's not that. It's just the Lord. She just, the Lord is just uh, really. She has a very tender heart.
for the Lord. And I, I'm, it's my pleasure to baptize her tonight. And um, do, did you have anything you wanted to say? No. Okay. Never get a taker on that. Let me get you to sit down right here. There you go. Amen. And hold your nose. Rebecca, is it your intention to follow the Lord all the days of your life? Then upon your profession of faith in that name, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Huh? That's it. <laughs> That's all you have to do. All right. Watch your head. It's, it is. All right. Anybody else tonight? All right. I take it by your silence. That's a no. So this is, this is what we were going to do tonight. This is what we've done. So uh, we just praise God. If you stand with me for just a moment. Thank you for being here tonight. I know it's a holiday weekend. I know there's a lot of other places you could have been, and I appreciate you being here tonight to celebrate with us in this event. This is a, this is a wonderful opportunity, and I, I know that this is going to make a big, I, I just, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. It really is. So I, I, uh, when I finish praying, I'm going to bless the food. When I finish praying, just make your way to the back. Um, I think the... Missionettes have got something back there to eat, um, and then we've got cake in a little bit, so we're going to do that and have a birthday and anniversary celebration. Heavenly Father, thank you, Almighty God, for the opportunity tonight, Lord God, for your Holy Spirit to touch and move. Thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity, Lord God, to, for Rebecca to follow the Lord in water baptism, Lord, and we just praise you now, Lord God, that you have opened up, Lord God, a whole new area, Father God, for her. We thank you, O oh God, for your love, your mercy, and your grace. And now we pray, God, that your blessings, Lord God, would rest upon this family, Lord God. We pray that your blessings would rest upon this church, Lord God. We just thank you, Almighty God, for the opportunity, Lord God, to be a part of what you're doing here in Fred, Texas, Lord God. And we ask you, Almighty God, to move and to minister by your spirit, Father. Lord God, bless our time of fellowship, Lord God. Bless the food that's been prepared, O oh God. And Father God, may our souls, O oh God, rejoice tonight in the great things that God has done. We give you praise for it in Jesus' name and for your glory. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Uh, enjoy your time in the back.